We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? If you drive over the speed limit, there are lots of sounds that you could hear. You could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing, the sound of first responders desperately trying to save you. You could even hear the sound of people crying at a funeral. Because if you drive over the speed limit, you could do damage that's beyond repair. One way or another, speeding catches up with you. This message is paid for by NHTSA. What is going on, everybody? God. <laughs> keep it, Welcome keep it. to the Game Informer Show, a weekly podcast covering the video game industry. Join us every Thursday for a discussion about the latest gaming news, reviews, and exclusive reveals alongside Game Informer staff and special guests from around the industry. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Van Aken, and today I'm joined by Marcus Stewart. How you doing, Marcus? I am doing awesomely. I yeah? made that word up for you. Marcus, I want, I'm want. i going to come back to you in a second after we introduce Kyle Hilliard. Um, hello, Kyle. How are you? Welcome back. Oh, thank you. I, I don't have any made-up words ready to go, but I'm happy to be here. Yeah, well, to be okay, fair, I'm all words are made up. Good point. Yeah, like, what? what is the... We can't get into this, but, like, who's <laughs> the guy at... What is it? Is it Miriam Webster? Miriam Webster? Miriam, yeah. Um, who's the guy over there that's like, yeah, this is a word now? Because I, I was trying to put a word in a magazine feature last last issue, I was like, "This is a word. Like, I I should just be able to use it." But I think know, it's just guy, an AI. I think Miriam just is it just an algorithm now? now? Yeah. yeah. I had a moment yeah. recently where someone misused the. They wrote burrow like dig, but they spelled it like a burrow, like a like a group of homes, right? Yeah. And I was like, "What? That's so stupid! I can't believe they messed that up." And then I was like. Why does it? Why does it matter? Like, why does why does that to me signal someone being bad at like writing when it's like, <laughs> like they're just they're just arrangement of symbols. Like they, they sound. You the knew same. what they were saying. I they know. Be, you tell knew exactly what they were talking about. I mean, tell that to every internet comment. It's like as bad as people are at writing, they sure like to point out the slightest mistake. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. that's just the thing. I'm like, I was like, I, I caught myself. I mean, I'm an editor. It's it's the, our job, right, to like read these things and correct them. But it's like, why do we take these rules so seriously just as a society, you guys? Right? Let's get yeah. into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's not. Let's get into Marcus. Uh, Marcus, you're buying a new PC, you told me before we started this Ooh. show. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm, I'm shopping. I'm, I've opened the, the, the supermarket, and now I'm stepping inside with my cart. Yeah, are you... Is this purely for work, or are you going to become a PC gamer? Uh, it's mostly for work, but I mean, it's sort of like I'm going to benefit from it because it's mm. going to be able to play PC games better, so I'm yeah. going to use it. But it's like work is the main motivation, yes. Are there any games that you haven't been able to play on console? I mean, you have a you have a computer. like You can play games. Yeah. But are there any games that you're like, oh, I've always wanted to try that on a nice PC no. To see how it looked. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no. A lot of that is like, I grew up a console gamer. So like, yeah, that was fair. all I knew. And I didn't even have a PC in my house growing up. Like I lived legitimately, I didn't get my own computer to myself until I, gra- it was a graduation gift from high school. So I oh, went wow. yeah. my entire teens 
And even then it was still more of like a novelty of like, wow, I have this to myself before I would go to the computer lab or, you know, mm-hmm. the library or just other people. But yeah, so I just never, there were, I have, I've always had the opposite of like, oh, that's only on PC. I wish I could play that you know, growing up, but yeah, never the, not really the other way. Even hearing from people that were like, oh, this game runs better on PC is frame rate or whatever it is. I was never, I didn't understand what frame rate was until probably like, late 20s that, like when it actually became important in the console space because consoles caught up to where like hey we can we can do that now the and i was like 1920s. oh now I, I i can notice and i can care i still don't mm. care like a ton but it's nice but honestly before if you put them side by side like 30 and 60 i was like i i can't tell i don't i don't know what this why are people mad about this yeah i mean i guess i still ask why people are mad about this when people get i mad can about tell it, but. but that that's also probably why i'm the video guy because i can see the difference it's pertinent to you i mean video of course yeah. you know yeah me i'm just a dumb dude that just plays video games <laughs> at the <laughs> so end of my day, business that's, card that's by what the way unites us all you know yeah. um okay well i was gonna go into a whole segment but mark was like nope no no curiosity i was gonna see if you were interested in you know <laughs> checking out ray traced witcher 3 that's what i did that's honestly what i did when i first it'd be more like nice i PC. fire it up just to go oh this is what people talk about and then okay and then close then, out yeah kind of like, i'm like, <laughs> gonna replay the witcher 3 i, lo- I love that game gosh yeah. that question that you prompted there it is it does mark like it's like wait are there truly pc exclusives these days i mean i guess world of warcraft is like it's really like one? limited time exclusives these days. i mean yeah i guess wow i feel you like it's more go play starcraft 2 yeah. i guess like i feel like rts is still tend to be pc exclusive because just or just better on pc yeah, yeah. yeah. or like uh cs go no yeah. that, well I, that, I there mean, were counters on, on Xbox, Xbox in the past. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's can probably, you actually find games? I'm guessing they've abandoned that version more or less, right? Servers Dota, are still live. League of Legends. Oh, yeah, I guess mobile. Like, I feel like it's only exclusive if it's like an early access. We're like, hey, we're going to be in early access for the first year, so you can only play it on Steam or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you can get eventually Hades everybody too. wants to go to consoles for that market share. Yeah, Hades too earlier, but then there's also the thing you had a PC. You're just looking to sort of upgrade. Is kind of yeah. It's me. It's just like hey, streams can be better, and I can play a wider selection of games on PC. And because we get a lot of PC only codes, you know. Yeah. And sometimes I have to turn stuff down because I'm like, I my PC will melt if I try to play this demo. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pass this off to someone else. Well, just make sure you write it all off on your taxes, Mark. It's very important. Yeah, and then you'll spend two hours in your taxes getting all your deductions. And then it'll say, oh, just do the standard deduction. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's the point. It's all time on fun. This. Yeah. Um, well, uh, this is a video game podcast. Welcome, new listeners. Uh, just at the top of the show, just a heads up. Uh, if you want to purchase physical, individual issues of Game Informer, uh, go over to GameStop.com slash Game Informer. It's a great way to support us. If you don't have a subscription already and you just want to dip your toes in the water, uh, pick up an issue. We've got um, our last uh, six or seven issues are available to purchase there for $5.99 a piece. It's a great way to um, support us and show the folks above that, you know, you you like us and all that fun stuff. Um, and, you know, just getting physical media in the mail. I bought a I bought issue 130 something. I bought a Game Informer on eBay from May 2004 uh, this last week and it arrived in the mail. Um, it was the Halo 2 cover. That was oh, the first okay. cover I vividly remember reading. And I opened it up and I was like, I remember this cover story. 
Um, and I wanted to add it to my collection because I love Halo 2. Uh, I obviously love Game Informer. Um, but anyways, um, let's get into the show. This week we're going to be talking about the games we're looking forward to for the rest of 2023. Last week, Marcus and I sat down, kind of went through the first six months of the year and talked about highlights. We tried to spotlight some games that um, maybe should get more love than, than we feel they have. Um, that kind of thing. And now we're kind of going to look ahead at games we have not played for the most part outside of like maybe previews here and there and just kind of talk about what's getting us excited. What, uh, if there's anything that we are maybe, um, hesitant about or curious about or whatever. Um, so yeah, I guess we're just going to go over to gameinformer.com slash 2023. And, uh, you will see this big splash image and know you're in the right place is our 2023 release date calendar uh, for vi- for video viewers, of course. So let's start in, I guess, July. Last week, we kind of ended in... Well, Kyle, this kind of... I'm going to throw this to you for a second. If you want to talk about it later, you can. But Everybody Want to Switch is actually at the end of this, this calendar. Right. Uh, on June 30th, and we didn't get that far last week. Uh, is this something that the rest of us should should um, should run out to the stores and, you know, pick up? Is this uh, is it good? Uh, okay, it is. It's a party game, right? Like you're not gonna go. I'm not gonna say you need to go pick up everybody one two switch, man. Like you're gonna have a blast by yourself. By yourself, right? You're not, you're not. You're just not gonna enjoy it by yourself. Now, but that being said, I played like an hour and a half uh this weekend with my kiddo. Like we played a 20 minute round, and then we played a 40 minute round, and uh, I we had some good laughs and some and some and some good times like we there was a couple of games there's one i i tweeted about i jokingly called it like the 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 scariest horror protagonist of the year where it's like um did you guys watch squid game on netflix yeah yeah. like the 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 red light green light game right which is like a familiar childhood game right um and now forever ruined you're honestly yeah yeah so they have that in the game and the idea is like you hold the joy con in front of you and you kind of have to like shake your shoulders as if you're walking and there's this like kid who will be like when I turn around, stop, and then you have to, like, hold the controller as still as possible or you lose. Yeah. And, like, if, you, if, you are, if you're moving the controller too much when it's turned around, you get, like, kicked back to the beginning. And, like, that was – actually, we had a lot of good laughs with that, and that was fun because, like, the animation of the kid – it's just, like, a photograph of a child. It's not, like, an animated kid, you know? It's yeah. weird because it's, like, it's – Red Light, Green Light has always been fun. Like, you don't need Joy-Cons to play that game. It's literally the same thing except now you have a thing that vibrates to let you know when you move. But it's, like – you know what I mean? It's, like, it's not really – what is it yeah. adding to what was already – like, it's 90% of that game is already – you can do that anytime <laughs> totally and it's like what it is is it just gives you sort of a conductor for it right the game like right. acts as a conductor for you which is like kind of fun and there was like another one where we had to hide it was like hide and seek with joy cons so like my my kid had to like uh close her eyes for a while and then i hid the joy con somewhere and then she could press buttons on her joy con to make my joy con vibrate so she could hear it and like what i did is i like put it on under pillows because like i knew that was the game i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna make it so you can't hear it you know and yeah. so she, and then, but what happened was like our cat was like really interested in this pillow that kept making little subtle vibrations. So the cat like totally betrayed me. Uh, I can't believe you did this to me, Keo, uh, where my daughter found the Joy-Con. And then she put, her, she hid hers when it was her turn. She put it in like a jar. And so when I pressed the like vibrate button on her Joy-Con, it like shook and was like really loud, like clattering <laughs> noise. So, like I found it right away. 
Um, so like you kind of like make your own fun with the sort of framework of what this game provides, you know, yeah. like the fun is like me and my daughter, like trying to think of ways to outsmart each other by hiding joy cons around or like playing a jump rope game where like we're both getting exhausted and our calves hurt. Cause we're like trying to jump rope for so long. And that's kind of like fun and silly. So in that sense, like there's some fun to be had here. It is a solid party game. It is like, if you play a lot of Jackbox and you love playing Jackbox, like you could throw everybody one, two switch into that rotation. And I think you would have a good time because it does a good job of just like having you stand up and do silly things. Like I imagine, uh, I think WarioWare optimistically is probably going to be the better version of that later this year. Uh, especially considering like the games are going to be a lot shorter. Cause that was like the problem we ran into is like, I was like, these games are like too long. Like I don't want to yeah. play this anymore. Like I don't tired. Yeah. Like we, it was funny. There's like a roulette where you choose games and both her and I were like, we cannot choose like the the sort of squats game. Like, do not choose that game because like we've been playing for an hour. We're like exhausted. And when the roulette <laughs> wheel like landed on the squats, we were almost kind of like, do we even want to keep going with this? Like, this is just like too much. So, but so this um, almost as an exercise game. I mean, it kind of yeah. It like like honestly, there were like we had to do jump ropes and squats and like all kinds of weird. Like they stuff. Trojan and, horse this. And there was one where we had to like summon an alien by like like putting our hands up in the air to like a rhythm, and then like the alien is like this little CGI alien that just looks kind of horrifying <laughs> in its own way. I'm, so, I'm so for the video viewers who are watching the first look party into the Switch trailer. Yeah, and I thought these are all actors. This is my friend Kennedy, uh, Cozy Games. Like these are all I guess creators. Oh really? I mean, I certainly didn't recognize anybody. Yeah, uh, I was like, I was like, what? Who is that? Uh, she's she's a big TikToker. Wait, or is she is she playing the game? Yeah. So they invited what I imagine are. Oh, oh, oh I, is I this meant, uh quackity? I, I thought you meant the actors in the game because there uh, there's oh, no, a I'm lot sorry. of real actors in the game. Uh, they don't. Oh, right. Okay. So that's why. No, I'm talking about the trailer on YouTube. It just <laughs> oh, okay, threw me off because you know in all their commercials it's like I'm expecting, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry to go on a tangent. I just. No, no, no. You're fine. I just was, was like, making what? sure I interpret it correctly. I know that person. Um, right. So that's but I, I like my overall impressions are like, honestly, kind of positive. Like it was like a fun party game that gets you up and doing weird things with the Joy-Con, which is like way overdue. Like, I don't know why there wasn't more weird for all the things Joy-Con can do with its like you know uh 3d hd rumble and like the noises it can make and the and the like the different uh it has a uh like a sensor on the front like we should have more WarioWare style like hey use the joy con in weird ways to play these games sure and this had that it's it's like i like it's it's i kind of went in expecting a disaster and i was like we i ended up having some laughs i and it's like a game that i'll keep installed on my switch for when my kid has friends over and they'll like play it together but it's like mm. i mean it's not one i'm i don't think i'm gonna be like hey family do you guys you guys want to play some everybody one two switch like should we should we throw it out on some one two switch like, i yeah. don't know about that have, but it's um, everybody not just me you guys that, have exactly <laughs> but uh yeah it like in the jackbox tier of like okay. party game you know because yeah. you know the rumor was it's been done for a while and nintendo uh was not confident with it and uh, so they were just kind of sitting on it. Yeah, the Star Fox 2 of party games. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah, kinda. absolutely. 
Yeah, Imran Khan wrote a good story at Fanbyte about. Uh, That's where it was. Yeah, yeah. about like the ex- and, and and that. Well, it, we we've talked about this on the show already. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. But um, yeah. I think it's like thirty bucks, so it's not like this. It's I think when One Two Switch came out, I think it was like a a sixty or fifty dollar game, like alongside the yeah, launch. Yeah, so it was a like, launch game. Yeah. It was like crazy to see okay. that next to like Breath of the Wild for like the okay. same price, and I'm like, are we? Are we uh, insane here? Like, what's happening? So, like, I'm I'm yeah. not, I'm happy to see that at like a lower price point. I think that's the right call. Um, but yeah, a walk, cool. don't run to everybody okay. want to switch. You guys remember, uh, Kyle? You reminded me when you were saying you want more stuff that use the Joy Cons in weird ways. Remember uh, Johann Sebastian's Joust? That like, yeah, really fun I party played game the... that was on Steam and PlayStation. Yeah, I played that the PlayStation version. Of, like, me once too. Or twice. Yeah, uh, what, my old roommates when I was in college, we played that quite a bit and made a lot of uh never broke anything but definitely made a mess of my living room throwing pillows trying to you know sabotage each other <laughs> and that seems like that's sh- like tailor made for switch i'm kind of yeah. surprised that hasn't been like brought over at this point yeah that's a great point oh one thing that everybody wants to switch does that i like is when you start the game it asks you like is it okay to make like noise right like if you're it, basically what it's saying it's like if you live in an apartment above people we won't oh. pick games where you're stomping and jumping around. Oh, okay. But if you, That's, but like, if you have, you. if you don't, if you're fine, you know, like, then we'll just give you those games as well. And I was like, I appreciate them thinking about that sort of small yeah. detail. Yeah. Remember uh, yeah. Ring Fit Adventure did the same thing because I, I bought that and I, I live on the top floor of my apartment building. <laughs> so you know, that was a nice option to have. Yeah. That's so smart. Cool. Well, let's get into uh, July, I guess. Um, we talked about last or two weeks ago now, Pikmin 4. You were enjoying that, Kyle. Um, I know that's a big one this month. Yeah, I'll have more to say on it soon. Um, okay, yeah, sure. But I'm hey, you know what? In terms of games that are coming out, you guys, I'm excited about Pikmin 4. I, I'm looking forward okay. to playing that game. <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like the this this month for me, I know, I know uh Legend of Heroes RPG fans are, are very much looking forward to Trails into Reverie cam hawkins reviewed that for us and i know it's supposed to be like the from what i understand like the apex of that storyline for the last several years um yeah and by that you mean 20 yeah right? oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is like the 11th one of these i believe it, there's Something a lot like yeah truth be told it is a blind spot for me but same um we will have a review if it's not already up on the site it's coming uh and cam hawkins who is a uh, a sicko with trail <laughs> with the legend of heroes yeah it is on the site they gave it an 8.75 okay uh, so there you go trails of reverie is the last time we see most of these beloved characters it serves as a terrific send-off they say yeah so uh, i'm personally not going to be playing that one just because you know this is one of those games where you definitely need to play the previous ones to play this one so that's kind of not on my list but i did want to highlight it Oh, I just, okay. So there's a lot of games on this list, uh, listeners, that we just have a, this is a big, this is like a, a big product page that um, our our production team and, and website team and all of all of the masterminds behind Game Informer add and update. Um, and we do too. We occasionally update these, these uh, SKUs, but you get in these situations where you don't, you realize, oh, they're porting Mordhau to next gen comp i guess the consoles yeah period. that was recently announced actually because i was the was one, it? i, I was missed the one that. that updated that skew i really like mordhow um i played it a lot on pc when it first came out um and that's super cool that it's coming to consoles uh anyone here excited for oxen free 2 
I admittedly haven't played the first one. Yeah, I don't know if I'm like doing cartwheels, but I'm gonna play it. I, I like the first game, and I liked After Party enough. So That's like, fair. yeah, I'm I'm down for like a new night school game. Yeah, I think the game I'm most excited for this month actually is Viewfinder. Yeah, um, I'm pumped for that. Yeah, I've been following that game on Twitter for so long. It's one of those uh, screenshot Saturday entries that just blew me away and yeah i'm super excited for that it's it's a puzzle game where you are um, play it's a you know pov puzzle game so you're playing this person with this first person controller with a camera and you are snapping photos of the environment and printing out polaroids and holding them up at eye level to the environment and then superimposing them onto the environment to then open up new platforms and paths to reach previously um, inaccessible areas. And uh, there's whatever technical art magic is going on behind the scenes. I think this is being made in Unity. Um, I definitely recommend going and following the developer on social media because they post a lot of really interesting behind the scenes stuff. Um, But this is definitely my most anticipated for the month. Again, it's called Viewfinder. I love games about photography. We definitely we need more of them. We do. I feel like that's like fifty percent of all indie games. <laughs> like, like, I want uh, like the, photography. Well, I can't call this a photography. Did you see sim. of um, Lush Foil Photography Sim from the Annapurna yes. Showcase? I am like, very excited right for that because <laughs> yeah. because it is using real life lens, uh, right. like focal lengths, and you know um, all all the technical um, kind of. Uh, videography stuff or i guess photography stuff in this case um and that stuff excites me because okay i can dial in my f-stop and i know that if i lower that number i'm going to open up my lens there's gonna be more light in the lens and i can get you know that blurry background a lot of games that have photography don't do that um and I, i'm not viewfinder i don't think does either uh, but you got me thinking about that photography sim uh that annapurna announced and that is like definitely up my alley it's almost like you can go to all these like really neat places and get these amazing photographs without the uh, without the need to yeah. go and hike. One somewhere. of them, a place that you and I went to, and you took real place uh, pictures. Actually, was the the uh, God Fushinari Inari Shrine and in, in Kyoto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that we went to uh, in January. And yeah, you, are, you already did that like for real because <laughs> you took I a did. bunch of pictures. <laughs> but this time, I don't have to be out of breath when I'm climbing the mountain because <laughs> that is a, that is a hike. Um. But yeah, so Viewfinder, back to that. I'm I'm really eager to play that. Uh, anything else jumping out at you all? Uh, uh, Remnant 2. I, I liked Remnant from the Ashes. I beat that game with two friends because it's like a three-player co-op game. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with the sequels. I thought the first one's pretty solid and, and fun. Double Dragon, check that out. Uh, you know, there might be an NGT up. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I know we have coming to soon. Not already. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it might be up soon. by the time this airs. Uh, and actually, a Gravity Circuit, which is um, we did. I did an NGT, I think, with Wes with this, but it's like this. Uh, actually, Kyle, this might be up your alley. It's uh, do you like Mega Man X? Uh, only with all of my heart. Yeah. What if you took that and maybe threw in a little bit of Ninja Gaiden in there too, and you had a cool robot that uh, had a grappling hook and uh, blew up other robots that were not good. I'm listening. Uh, it looks cool. It comes out the 13th. What's that? Is that coming on Switch? That just feels like it's so uh, weird. It's, I, I, yes. I think we, 
I think we've talked about this before that I don't know what makes me think something it belongs on Switch necessarily, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> I want to play that on Switch. I don't know why. Yeah, it's on PlayStation, Switch, and PC. <laughs> cool. Uh, but that's one that I thought looked really cool when they, uh, the premiere trailer came out a few months ago. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. And I'll shout out Venba as well, which is the sort of like yeah. family cooking game where you play as a an Indian family that resides in Canada. It's got a really like pretty art direction with these bold colors. Uh, sort of telling a, a story about this family through cooking. Uh, I think that looks cool. So, oh, and Dis- Disney Illusion Island. I almost forgot that's yeah, also. That's, that's the one Jeez. I was going to shout out. I thought uh, I had more one... time for all of these. That's the one that like I'm I'm very interested and excited for, but I have I, like I haven't touched it, and that's like that's going to make or break that game, right? It's like if it's fun to control. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's what I've seen so far of it. I'm, I'm, it makes me excited for it for sure. Yeah, uh, Venba. Back to that just for a second. That. That game uh, looks really good. I feel like we don't, we don't get. I know we get a lot of cooking games. We don't get like recipe building games all that much. Uh, and this specifically um, is like, I don't know. It just looks very in depth. There's like recipe cards for every recipe. It's supposed to like tell the story that is like about this family and their culture and like the dishes that um, are special to them. Like it seems like it's gonna be cool. Uh, I'm excited to play it. But um, that's probably it for me for, for the month. Yeah, we can jump to August. Yeah, I was going to say The Expanse also comes out this month, that Telltale series. Yeah, I've never seen the show. so Me I've, neither, yeah. I've heard good things about it, but I just yeah. can't get excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know fair. if that's the place to jump into that franchise, right? Maybe that's it is. Fair. I don't know. but uh, August. Um, probably the number one thing for me would be Baldur's Gate 3. Did you all see the showcase uh, over over last week? No, but I heard about the the bear. Yeah, sexy yeah. bear time. Sexy bear time. That game looks wild. You know they were showing it off. Um, I mean, very much. That game obviously has been in early access for years at this point. But uh, I have I have held off. I have I've had access to the game, but I have not played it uh, because um, Larry and I, I love their RPGs. I love playing them with friends and i i feel like if i played it in early access i would be like okay i got it and i wanted to have a full experience from the start mm, yeah, um, makes sense. yeah but uh that game looks really really fun uh specifically like i know a lot of people love the, the relationships and all of that and that's cool i think the bear the, the bear sex scene was it was a druid to be clear listeners but it turned into a bear uh mid mid scene does that make it better <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's yes because uh, it's it's uh, you know gave its consent versus just a wild animal. It's a druid that you know has a human brain, human conscience. Like okay, I don't know if they're human, but they they. Oh, you're opening up a can you know, of worms now. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but uh, but it's like the, the I just love that uh, turn-based combat that Larian does, and all of the different permutations and physics interactions and. Um, the verticality they're showing off like playing in like this uh, very like woodland village and it was just showing off like people fighting on rooftops people inside the interiors of the building and it just got me really excited for that that combat system um, and the depth that it provides um, I'm very eager to play this yeah but I can't say anything else because just because I haven't I haven't played it in early access so I can't say anything because I'm not going to be late until September when it comes to PlayStation. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah. That's it's my month to talk about. Well, your, your new PC, you could you know, 
Yeah. I feel like old no? hat. I don't know if I have it. Uh, maybe I will. But um, you know, I want to shout out. Uh, maybe the game I'm most curious about, even if I don't know if I'm excited, is uh, Atlas Fallen. That like sand yeah. game that they've only showed gameplay of like once, and it got delayed to August from uh, May. From May, and then in between that time, they've released the first gameplay and have not said anything. So I just kind of want to know like, is that happening? Because that seems kind of soon for them. It feels like now would be the time to really ramp up marketing and be like, here's a bunch of trailers and all that stuff. But as far as I know, that hasn't happened. And I just, it sounds cool, but it just, I it, that game seems like a a weird oddity despite it being kind of like a maybe not triple a but like at least like high double a it looks like yeah Yeah. like one of those it's like are they not talking about it because they're so busy sort of working on the game and making it cool or are they not talking about it because their internal expectations are low you know but i mean the watch i actually i'd forgotten about this one marcus i'm glad you called it out but like looking at the trailer it's like yeah this does look cool yeah like all your weapons are sand basically and you're just using sand to yeah it like the world looks cool i i I, yeah it looks so cool that again it's like man it's kind of weird that it feels kind of quiet and it's not it's a month away now actually so yeah but that silence could be uh confidence you know who knows yeah uh wrestle quest for me i want to check that out the uh the pro wrestling rpg we talked about it before yeah we've talked about it a lot yeah the eighth uh curious how that wraps up um my two i like my two big ones for august are uh immortals of avium which is another mm, yeah. kind of one of those like I've I have played it and it played well. Uh, I went and visited the studio a couple months ago, um, but like I'm cu- like the big thing I'm curious about is like what what is the story going to be of this game? Like, am I going to be emotionally engaged in this thing? Like, is the yeah. world that they've built interesting? Because the combat's pretty solid from what I yeah. played. So, main character I- screams a lot. Seems emotional. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Kratos screams all the time, and we love him. I played it at Summer Game Fest. I think the biggest thing that I my takeaway was. I, the the like puzzles in the game are pretty fun they're they're very yeah they're not hard but they're very satisfying there's one where i had to cross this gap and there was this closed fist that was in the middle of this canyon and i had to use my abilities so it's all, all the abilities are color coded and use that to solve puzzles and so i had to use one of my abilities to like i guess manipulate so the thing was glowing green and i'd use my green powder to manip- manipulate the fist like unfurl yeah and yeah. open up and then jump in the fist and jump to the next platform before it closed back up and stuff like that I was like this is this is interesting um that gets I me way say- more excited than it just being a shooter like in a, in a big yeah, way and- i want it broken up with puzzles yeah absolutely and i think like there's sometimes too many things on screen in the shooting segments um and like it feels a little slower than i want it to but i don't know how you'd get around with that there's just like so much you're like weaving spells and stuff like you wouldn't be able to get those really cool animations if you sped it up too much more, you know. But I, I am interested in that game. I think the story is going to be. Um... <laughs> I don't know, right? Like it's I, yeah, got a lot. I of, can't. I. Yeah, a lot of former Telltale people work in there, and you know. I did not know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a, that, like huh. a, one of their big stories was like when the big when the big Telltale layoffs happened. Like they were geographically yeah. close, and uh, the the game's director like literally found them in a bar commiserating about their bad day and was like, Hey, let's do some interviews. Like come chat with me. We'll, we, we can, we'll, we'll get some of you guys in here. So like a lot of the narrative directors, like are former telltale people and stuff like that. So, oh, wow. Which is like, cool. could be really good. You know, telltale yeah. is yeah, was good at telling stories in video games. Yeah. I won't write it off. I think some, I think 
you know, some some of the trailers and stuff. I was like, oh, this protagonist is really talky. Right. Um, yeah. But hey, I haven't played. I haven't played the full thing. Um, it could totally be great for all I know. Um, the other the other big one for me is Sea of Stars, which is uh, yes. late in the month. We uh, we did the cover story on that recently. I I wrote the cover story, so I I played like the first like six hours of that game. And uh, it has stuck in my craw. Like, I want to know what happens next, you know? <laughs> like, I yeah. had to put the game down. And I was like, it's not fair. Why won't you guys let me play <laughs> the rest of this game that you are, you know, clearly still working on really hard? But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, when it comes to RPGs, I'm a sucker for the 16-bit era, the Chrono Triggers, the Final Fantasy IIs, the Mario RPGs, which maybe we'll talk about later. So the fact yeah. that that's such a throwback to that era specifically <clears throat> And and I really enjoyed what I played. I'm excited for Sea of Stars. Yeah. I want to shout out, um, even though this game's already out, I'm excited to play Vampire Survivors on Switch as someone that doesn't have a Steam Deck and doesn't want to play it on my phone. I, yeah. I want like a legit portable option for Vampire Survivors. And I will gladly replay that game all over again on Switch. So, uh, Also, uh, Bomber Cyberfunk. Is I was literally, yeah. I was going to say that. The 18th, I believe, uh, Bomb Rush Cyberpunk is coming out. Yeah, which is a uh, Jet Set Radio 3, I think we really call it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wink, <laughs> like wink emoji, right? Yeah. Dude, it looks so good. What was what was that uh, that one Jet Set Radio game that came out in like 2017, 2018? It was a, uh, it was not Jet, it was not oh. like the actual IP. Inspired. Uh, okay. Yeah, inspired by I played the hell out of that game, even though I don't think it reviewed well. I thought of Brink for some reason, and I know that's not what you're talking about. And that was oh, earlier than it's gonna drive me up the wall. Oh man! But Bomber Cyberpunk is Neon Tail. Oh no! I just Google. I googled uh, Jet Set Radio inspired games to see what it was. It's on Switch. I know it's on Switch. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know if man. that helps your search, but um, yeah, yeah Bomber Cyberpunk, I, dude. It looks so fluid. Uh, it's got like the the wacky characters who are just super stylized and vibrant. I cannot wait. I can't wait. Give me give me a, a skating game any day of the week. I've been curious about Goodbye Volcano High, and that's yeah. one that's been floating around. Like they announced that at the PlayStation Five reveal like presentation. <laughs> so this has yeah. been and it's been delayed constantly. And I know they uh they said that it like pretty much because it's a small team uh, i think it's co-op and that they've said that it has like just an ungodly amount of dialogue and that's why it's been taking so long like it's just the scope of it is apparently very big uh, yeah especially like you might not think that i guess because it's kind of more of like a narrative driven thing this is the game about uh teenage uh high school students who are also like anthropomorphic dinosaurs yeah sort yeah. of like coming to grips with like the school year ending while there's also a meteor about to hit the planet and kill all of them <laughs> so it's like hey the world's ending both like figuratively and narratively what do we do like how do we right you know <laughs> come, you to, come terms to terms with, with such a change yeah uh it's like I, I, and the art looks good like the the animation and stuff looks pretty pretty high quality uh i i want to see what that finally like like is it's like i've seen gameplay so it's like i think i know but you want to see it kind of like in its full yeah it's full form so it I, I'm, like I'm excited to check that one out it looks like a visual novel, right? Very visual novel-y, right? Yeah. It's got some, like, and some with some rhythm music stuff, too, because you're the main character's in a band. Yeah, very curious about that one. Also, I found the game I was I was talking about. It was Hover. I have not. Did you all play that one? I don't think no. I've heard of it. It's, it was published by PM Studios. 
and uh, Act Till. But yeah, I it, it was it was not a very good video game, but it, I <laughs> I still played the hell out of it. All okay, right. I I brought up the wrong hover. This is for I found a nineteen oh yeah, there's a PC game. I was like, is this it? <laughs> there's a hover racing game as well. Oh, this yeah. does not... this does look very Jet Set Radio. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it kind of yeah. looks more like reboot to me actually. That's Even fair. Better. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I I think uh, we're we're forgetting a big one. Maybe we're not forgetting it yet. But uh, Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon. Mm. Uh, I wrote the cover story on this. I am uh, very much looking forward to playing this game. Uh, I know uh, some of the YouTube comments, uh, you know, suggest that I hate this game, and uh, that is not the case at all. <laughs> uh, I I feel like I said I was still excited for the game despite some reservations. Uh, and that that is true. I am I'm excited for this game specifically. I just want to see all the cool bosses. I, I'm like kind of a recent from fan. Like it wasn't okay, really yeah. until like Dark Souls two. I kind of like I was like I finished it and I was like I think I think I like this fine. But it really was until it wasn't like a Sekiro, which is like I love this. Right, that was yeah, the first time yeah. I was like this. Even Bloodborne didn't really click for me. But Elden Ring, I absolutely adore. And so like from a new from game is exciting. Um, but I'm yeah. not like big into mechs in general just in video games like i don't sure. really i have never found one that i really love i also am not really big into customizing too much even in elden ring and, and stuff like i, I kind of you're not a loot guy no i'm not a loot guy like i kind of find what i like early and stick with it um sure. which i imagine armored core will probably totally let you do that if you oh, want a thousand to the ninth degree yes yeah but like <laughs> i i so like i it's one of those things where it's like on paper i don't know if it's really my type of game but it's like i want to play it and see if it clicks with me and like right does that make sense right it's like yeah no i'm i'm where here's you a list are, of things where... i don't usually like in video games but i want to try this one and see if maybe maybe i like it in this in this particular instance we'll see that's fair yeah i'm in the same boat though i like i don't mind what the like loot stuff i got to have those same hangups but like it's like oh i love from but it's because of like soul stuff i i've never played armor core i was always aware of it but just never played it so i want to go back and see what a armored core game looks like in this version of from and like obviously i'm not expecting a souls game because it is very much not that but i just kind of want to see like okay let me see what the armored core fans like so much about this you know sure let me see if this maybe if if it does it for me too that's fair me i i love mech games i've played mech games my whole life mech assault mech assault 2 lone wolf i had like my first Hawking. virtual girl i had my hawk <laughs> yeah i had my first that's virtual girlfriend mech on mech assault 2 <laughs> I would log on and, you know, we'd play Mech Assault together. Uh, and then one day uh, she never logged back on. And um, oh, I'm sorry to hear I that. Don't know what ha- I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> let us, for what if it's you're worth, listening, let us know. For what, it's worth, I, for what it's worth, I don't remember her name. <laughs> but uh, it was my first online romance. Yeah, then Chrome really Hounds. Close, I played a bunch of um, Gundam games on like the PS2 and PS1. I played a bunch of the Armored Core games, and then I kind of like took a break on, on mech stuff. Um, for I played a Metal while. Wolf Chaos, the best mech game ever made. There you go. Uh, also so this a is from like, software game. Oh, yeah, actually, that's right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they used to pump out a lot of mech games. Um, Wait, real quick so, before we move on, just in case anyone doesn't know what Metal Wolf Chaos is, Marcus, can you give just like the one sentence elevator pitch for that game, just real quick? Uh, you play as the U.S. president. Mm-hmm. And you have a mech suit, and you're trying to save America from your vice president, who is evil and also has a mech suit. 
Cool. Okay, then we can move on. I just wanted to make sure that and people it's knew what that the game greatest, was. It may have the greatest opening cutscene ever. <laughs> like I actually reviewed the remaster oh, that nice. they did like years ago for Screen Rant, and that game is a a a gem. <laughs> it's just gonna be like the 2040 presidential election. Probably. God, we're gonna we get closer to it every day. Yeah. <laughs> um well cool. Uh there's there's also one last thing. Um uh, shout out to one last thing in Game Informer magazine. Right. Uh, last page of the book. I like um, that page. It's fun. Yeah. August 29th, Under the Waves comes out. Uh, that is a that is published by uh, Quantic Dream. Uh, I don't believe it's made internally by them. Uh, maybe maybe they were brought on early on. But anyways, I, I played this game at Gamescom last year, uh, and it's a narrative, uh, narrative-focused like exploration sort of game um about uh two really like three people two of them are underwater diving uh partners and they work for this big uh company and they're out in the the dead of the ocean the dead space of the ocean um doing doing work for this big industry and so like a lot of like quiet solemn moments it's not it's not a horror game um but there's definitely a lot of themes of like loneliness and stuff and then there is one of the main characters has a, a love interest who is back on the surface and they're kind of like their relationships kind of on the rocks a bit. It, it seems the developers parallel studio, by the way, mm. it's part of uh, quantum dreams, new spotlight label, which is their, their indie late, more indie focused label. Um, same ones that, that are publishing Lisfanga, which I talked about uh, at summer game fest from that coverage. I really enjoyed that so far that spotlight label uh, seems to be, coming out with some cool stuff um based on what i've played but yeah under the waves that comes out august 29th i'm looking forward to that yeah it looks really pretty yeah yeah and, and there's like some really cool moments where you are it all takes place underwater right so you've got like your underwater boots that like keep you on the ground or whatever you know uh and then you can seamlessly yeah, the iron start... boots from ocarina of time yeah. exactly i mean pretty much that's what they are and but then you can uh seamlessly just go from that to just jumping and swimming and it's almost yeah, like you're cool. like flying the way you're swimming. It's neat. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, September, that's the next month after August. That's, that's my understanding of how the calendar works. <laughs> what, what, what's, what's, the, what, what's the, surely there are no big games in September. September. Especially not September 6th. <laughs> surely. Is, uh, funny. I mean, yeah. I, I made the joke about Baldur's Gate earlier, but that is like, I do plan on playing that game on PlayStation 5. I have no idea why it's coming out the same day as Starfield. <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that's, I mean, on one hand, it's like, yay. You know, I mean, I'll know by then whether or not Baldur's Gate 3 is good or not. Yeah. Uh, so God. I guess I'll know whether or not I should really be excited. I've never played a Baldur's Gate 3, so I don't have any, like, you know, this will be my first one. But yeah. Yeah, Star, man, Starfield. Have, have two <sighs> games of that scope ever released on the same day that are like these two games are gigantic and they're coming out on the same day <laughs> did it i don't know maybe they maybe it was like clo- didn't skyrim and arkham city come out the same day oh, or maybe. am i making that up i know they were no, the same year and the was... same holidays get but they weren't the same day were i they? think sky skyrim got 11 11 11 and like right, and they that. like they like laid claim to that date they're like no one no one else can have this date 11 11 yeah. 11 you know, Dreamcast had nine nine ninety nine. We got a one eleven eleven eleven. Everyone else, back <laughs> off. 
Remember when they tried to do it again for Starfield? And they're like, actually, we're going to delay it a year. Yeah, we can't. Where they want, yeah, they wanted to do what? Two, we two, twenty two, twenty two. Okay, Arkham City was October, by the way. Okay. I don't yeah. know why. In my head, I was like, did did that happen? But yeah, I'm sure it's happened. I just can't think of any other any yeah. other time. But again, that's it, it. Only PlayStation Baldur's Gate fans have to worry about that's that. That's true. That I, I guess also own an Xbox. But uh, yeah, Starfield's the that is the biggest one. I can't imagine that game almost feels like impossible to to finish by the time <laughs> game of the year comes around. Like that's the intimidating thing is like I need to get through this so that we can talk about it and like finish it probably or try yeah. to. And even though it's coming out early September, if it's like I feel like this should have came out in January and I would still be playing it now. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know? I I feel like a, I have a sense a little bit. And granted, they've gotten ahead of this because they've talked about there are thousands of handcrafted planets. Everyone handcrafted. You can see the fingerprints. And then they've they've come out and they've said, okay, well, some of those are like empty planets and like it's more like ten handcrafted and the rest like are re- randomly yeah. generated. Yeah. Like, it's like the realistic, like in the universe, like how many planets are gonna be this lush thing and how many of them are just rocks. A lot of them, <laughs> from what I understand, you just land, get some get some resources and take off and go to the next one. Yeah, which uh, I mean, so, Man's Sky is that too. Exactly, but I, I, I have a feeling marketing got a little ahead of themselves with Starfield when they were like a thousand handcrafted planets. Look at all, and then and then they're like, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like let's let's reel it back. I mean, a though bit. to be fair, handcrafted doesn't mean full of things. It could be a rock that was handcrafted. Yeah, yeah I mean, but I feel, like, assets, I feel like it implies I mean, something. It's not. I mean, yes, but it's like that is not a synonym for packed with content. Right, <laughs> that is yeah. fair. That is fair. I just yeah. feel like in modern marketing games, games marketing, that that sends a certain message. Yeah, it's funny. I actually was like, Starfield was one of those. It's like I bet the people who play Starfield are gonna have a great time. Like that was sort of my thought process around Starfield. Yeah. But that in the, in the summer showcase where they kind of did the deep dive and everything. And they and they showed off like more of exactly what the game was. I was like, you know what? I I'm excited for this now. I think this looks cool. I like the idea of having my own ship and flying around and like just attacking other people and boarding their ship and stealing their stuff. Like that does seem cool. And like I and it's only kind of recently that I've been like, I'm excited for this game. I'm gonna play this right when it comes out. Yeah, I uh, I'm a I'm a massive No Man's Sky fan. Love that game. Um, my voice just cracked. I'm sorry. Um, well, you're getting but, emotional. Uh, you love No Man's Sky. I, I, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to Starfield. It is, the, for one, I just want to shout out the UI artists who are working on that game because I think the UI looks sick. It's got like that 70s retro sci-fi, a retro futurist maybe is the right word. I don't, there's a lot of styles that use the word retro and future in them. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like that 70s sci-fi look where there's like really smooth curves and like that really sleek iconography, like grayscale stuff. It looks awesome. Um, and it's definitely uh, kind of speaks to, I think, like the level of detail that they've got going on here in this game. And and I hope I hope it lives up to my expectations. I think there is certainly a world where it does. And then there's a very sad world where it it is more like a no man's sky at launch where it's like man this thing is really flawed there's like a lot of potential here yeah my expectations several years to get there feel checked like i have that mindset of no man's sky at launch combined with like it's a bethesda game at launch too which has a lot more resources than hello games did yeah and it's like and i say this as a bethesda fan like i i love 
Elder Scrolls Fallout. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but like, I know what you get <laughs> with those games at the the first few months. So like, I I I still don't believe that it's going to be. I know they've been swearing up and down like it's going to be the smoothest Bethesda launch ever. Which on one hand, it's like that's really stepping over kind of the little yeah. bar there. Yeah, <laughs> but, don't trip um, over that low bar, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, okay, cool. But like, I'm if I. If I see something weird, I'm not going to be like, how oh, they lied to us. I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah. This game is like a There's gazillion... going to be bugs. Yeah, Because yeah, like there's a... a line of like Skyrim bugs where it's like, oh, this crazy thing happened. And then there's like, like Fallout 76 bugs where it's like, this is making it unplayable. And as long exactly. as we're in the fun bugs on the sort of Bethesda scale, yeah, like I'm, I'm fine good. with that. I'm fine with Backwards that. flying dragons. Yes, but now yes, it's like please. A, a spaceship. We'll backwards. happily accept that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And with I spaceships, also... it's like, oh, maybe, maybe it's got a special kind of hyperdrive. It's just doing that. You know? <laughs> Science fiction. I gotta find that here. and put that on my ship. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that the um, I hope that we find out that the ending of the game is that jetpack scene that got leaked, like the dialogue about jetpack sex. No. Oh, oh it was like a leak or whatever it was, but it got out that apparently the game, you know, was rated M because of like sex content. And there was like a line of dialogue that got out that said something. I'm going to paraphrase. I don't remember the exact wording, but it was like two characters applying it just had sex. And one of them saying, let's try it without the jetpacks next time. And that like lit the internet on fire. Be like, wait, what? (laughs) 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 What? It's science fiction, man. Anything's possible. And there's no context for like when that happens. Put that on a t-shirt, man. If that's like in the early game or mid game, I hope it's the ending. I hope it's the final line of diet. Like that is your reward for solving whatever the (laughs) the threat is in the game. And then you end with like jetpack sex with your partner. It's like the the last thing you hear. It's like the end of Eyes Wide Shut. Is what it is basically, but with jetpacks. That's what they Todd Howard's big eyes wide shut. <laughs> <fan>. Loves Kubrick. <laughs> Love Kubrick. Oh my god. I guess god. he probably would have to be to make this, honestly. <laughs> 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 so we are getting into so after September, September through November is ridiculous. So instead of going through line by line on this this calendar, I'm gonna encourage people to go and bookmark gameinformer.com slash twenty twenty three if you want to see all of the games on there. Well, like, let's just like talk through the highlights real quick. I know Kyle, you have an appointment to get to after this. Yeah, but you guys can always just kick me off and keep going if you want. That's that's fine. that's true. I do have to change all the the overlays on OBS if we do that. Well, nice but, thing about that is that's no work on my end. So that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I was saying it, it would probably be easier just to kick Kyle off, and then we could just okay. That's let's do that then. Uh, so what else? What else in September? I mean, come on, Mortal Kombat One. Yeah, Hello. yeah, that looks good. The I've other played like, that game. Me too. Yeah, I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game in a while, actually, but I'm really looking Should forward to it. Should I play Eleven? I, I mean, I dab, I dabble, I dabble. Okay, or the, the but I used to play trilogy. Mortal Kombat. I used to play Mortal Kombat like a decent amount. Uh, used to watch like all the all the media as well, the 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 movies. I I actually haven't seen the animated stuff, but I hear the animated really movies. Good. Yeah, I hear that's good though. Uh the Scorpion one's good. Any any characters you're particularly interested in 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 playing with Mortal Kombat one that, that have been announced or that I hope get in the game that, that have been announced uh i really liked using katana who's always been a favorite of mine in this game and also Liu kang like his sort of revamped moveset with his fire god powers was a lot of fun uh yeah his I, fire I, animations look sick by the way yes yeah. <laughs> they look i mean that game looks great you know this is it the does. first next gen only or i guess current gen now mortal Kombat. it's oh, also yeah, coming to switch it is. right yeah it's not coming to last gen but it is coming to switch funny enough uh I don't think we've seen that version yet, uh, but 
yeah, it played great. I mean, it plays like a mortal, a 2D Mortal Kombat game of the last 10 years, but like, you know, tightened up. I like the sort of tweaks they added to the characters. The tag team stuff seems fun. I'm excited and also dreading fighting online and seeing how people take advantage of that and how just like disgustingly good they get with <laughs> combining the tag maneuvers because the even the bit i played is i was kind of figuring out like how i can extend the combo but like i'm gonna call in kano and he's gonna do his ball thing yeah and i was just like oh I, even i can see the potential for like some real nasty <laughs> some nasty stuff i could pull off so the the meta game and like seeing which combinations people work out like you got to put these two together man yeah uh, that's going to be a lot of fun and of more than anything the story you know mortal Kombat has gotten to the point where they've earned where like you're as excited for the story as, as you are for like the competitive side and with this being the, the clean slate and just the idea of getting to see this new universe you're like all right i'm excited to see what's different and what like how you know this is the template for the series going forward pretty much yeah so yeah let's I, i'm excited to get in there i i love their story modes i love the mk lore so yeah it's gonna be great yeah a couple other september ones i'm ex- i haven't tried the demo but i w- and i'm just kind of waiting for the final game lies of p i want to see what that game is about yeah um, yeah i played that at gamescom as well i liked it a lot okay cool i, I played uh i didn't finish the demo but i played it it seems solid I need to play more of it, but it's it it feels like a Souls game. <laughs> All right, that's good. It's such a weird premise. It's like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll at least start it and see where that goes. The design of the city and the bosses look really intriguing to me. Yeah, I yeah. like the weird mechanical enemies. They look cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also, Marcus, uh, you sat in with me on a new gameplay today for um, Eternites, which is like yeah. kind of caught me by surprise. I was like, I'll check this out. And I was like, I kind of want to see where this goes. It's like a dating sim in the apocalypse where you, but then all the combat is like pretty fancy, like uh, looking action combat. So you're oh. running around doing like action combat and like apocalyptic uh, underground Japan. And then you get on this like train and you have conversations with, uh, you know, coming of age teenagers, like uh, about like their trials and tribulations and you're developing relationships and presumably pursuing romantic options with them. And then you run back out and fight some more apocalypse monsters. <laughs> I was like, I kinda, I'm still haunted I like what I played. I'm still haunted by that girl's death in that AGT. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Like there's someone who gets to death. <laughs> brutally murdered in, uh, in the beginning of the game. Uh, just to let you know that it's real dangerous out there. But, um, that one surprised yeah. me. Uh, there's like a little bit of persona in there. There's a little bit of like action combat in there and dating sim. It, it seems cool. Can I call out a cocoon at the end of the month as well? That game looks really, really cool. <clears throat> I've been, I've had my eye on that. That's, one since like a year ago. That's, that's Annapurna, some- right? Yes, yeah, and it's so. also got some uh, an ex play dead person, okay. yeah, yeah, designer, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the game where you're kind of like you're in a world, but then you can jump out of that world into another world, and then carry the world that you were just occupying as like a big marble thing, and That's then you can just kind of keep doing that and using it for puzzle solving. It's like imagine if the end of Men in Black with the the marbles was like gamified more or less. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's just such a wild idea I, it looks cool too i like the art and all that good stuff so I'm, I'm pumped for cocoon i didn't realize that was the mechanic i've only seen screenshots and i'm like oh looks gorgeous annapurna i'll give it a try that sounds really awesome i can and i think it's it for <clears throat> september for me pretty much yeah i think so uh there was one other i wanted to highlight i'm i'm, I'm interested in party animals 
it's been a long time since I've played a a game like Gang Beasts. Um, right, it's like Gang Beasts kind of inspired, right? Yeah, it's uh honestly I thought this game was out forever ago. <laughs> but it's just like a got a really like flat color palette, which reminds me of Overwatch in a lot of ways. Um I've been playing that game a lot lately, but uh very like low contrast look and it just for some reason makes all the characters really pop uh, in a really fun way and it just honestly looks the art style in particular just yeah i want to i want to have that on my screen i want to be playing it with friends it looks like it's gonna uh deliver fun vibes um but yeah it's, <laughs> it's a it's a physics-based party game that i'm very much looking forward to playing uh it's been a while like i said since i played one of those I'm sure it'll be like a weekend of fun and I'll be good, but <laughs> I'm looking forward to that weekend of fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's next? What's the next month? October. Uh, October. The, uh, the, the pretty packed October. Yeah. My 10th anniversary happened on October 12th. Y'all. Oh, congratulations. Put that, like on, put that wedding? on the calendar. You mean like marriage? Marriage anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Not tenth anniversary of you being a person. But you're <laughs> older than that, I think. No. Yeah. Those are birthdays as well. Yeah, you can play um, Assassin's Creed Mirage on your anniversary. That that's what I'm planning to do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not even include her. Just <laughs> yeah. Just do my own thing. Yeah, famously, yeah, single player franchise. Yeah. Uh, I will be a single player after that. Uh, write that timestamp down. That's gonna be on TikTok. There we go. Um, I'm going to play Assassin's Creed Mirage. I am an Assassin's Creed fan, even though I, I didn't really play Valhalla. I played like the first few hours and then bounced. But I've beaten damn near all of them, and I'm excited by the idea of them scaling back and going back to the the formula of the earlier games, uh, yeah. like pre Origins. I am worried about like how seriously they take that. Like I, I hope they add to that too. You know what I mean? Like I hope it's not just literally Assassin's Creed 2 but it looks nicer and it's in Baghdad because that's cool and all but it's like I, I would like some like some modern stuff because like even watching the trailers like even though it's been a while since like we've gotten one of those it did feel like maybe too familiar at times like okay yeah mm. you run in you, you jump you swing on the little thingy that's in the corner like I remember doing that a lot and you know, hiding yeah, how in the far crowd. will that nostalgia take you right is exactly yeah before you go oh okay it's one of these and then because even like that got more interesting as a series well, but like Black Flag mm-hmm. and Syndicate, you know, with the the, the two characters. Uh, so that's kind of my only real worry about that. It's like maybe they pivot too hard the other way and don't make it feel new again. It just feels like an older game that just came out, you know? Yeah. Uh, By the way, did you see that Kotaku report the other day that they're remaking Black Flag? I did. Yeah. That's so weird decision that's, that's my favorite assassin's creed so I'm it's probably excited. my second favorite it's in my top three i love i love Black that Black. game it it's, is so much fun to exist in that space it's so much fun because it's barely an assassin's creed game it's just an amazing pirate game that remembers it's an assassin's creed game in like the fourth act <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> um, it was such an odd choice though it's just like well i mean as, as much as that one is liked it's like why that one why not assassin's it's like it still creed holds two? up you think they're well, gonna remake like, two first but yeah, or even the first game, because that's just to make it better, basically, yeah, right? Like, use a remake, yeah. Um, which I guess see, you could argue two is where is that, but two is where they lost me, just because of the scale of that game. Uh, it is so big and so long. I feel like at least it felt that way back when I played it. Yeah, I mean, by by Assassin's Creed standards, I, it's probably pretty short. Yeah, I was like that's at this true, point, and yeah. I have not played. 
It's I have not played. I don't think I've completed an Assassin's Creed game for a very long time. Last one for uh, me was three. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I've played. Personally. I've played several of them. Which honestly them. is probably like. I mean, even though you missed out on Black Flag, it's probably still a good stopping point because that's when the real world fiction was last interesting. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, Assassin's <laughs> like Creed Two, nineteen hours according to how long to beat, which is like that's like the tutorial of like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> is that for know? a main <laughs> mission or side stuff? Uh, that, uh, if you're gonna right, completionist though. is 35, main 19, okay. main plus like, side I, I, 26. I don't remember yeah. Assassin's Creed 2 being some 50 hour epics. I was pretty thorough because I loved Assassin's Creed 2. It felt like that to me back in the that day. That was actually the first game I ever got a platinum trophy for was uh, AC2 because oh, I was really? so in on the. I did all the truth puzzles. I found those stupid feathers. Like I was so into what that game was doing, and I'm a history nerd, and I love the Italian Renaissance. So I was like. I need to see every inch of this world that they've meticulously recreated. Like I was, I can't like that is my favorite Assassin's Creed by a mile. You know, they <laughs> I, sh- instead of remaking Black Flag, they should just re-release Unity and be like, actually, this one's new. You guys, this one. If we- they rewrite the story, that'd be great. Uh, so, don't even, I was don't so just bored by it, Unity, you know. <laughs> and they picked the great like the French Revolution is an amazing time period yeah. to have an Assassin's Creed game on, but like the core like assassin story and that was so dull to me. It was like I. It's it that was at the point where it's like maybe we just make cool historical games and just take out the Assassin's Creed stuff. No, sure, sure. Because that just has stopped being interesting after the Desmond stuff ended. Like, let's just let this be a cool French Revolution game. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But no, I am excited for Mirage. Um, I will be spending my my wedding anniversary um, exclusively playing it. Um, <laughs> I uh, I am a fan of of the old Assassin's Creed games. Uh, I know four is like a departure from that, and I love it for that departure but like if you're talking like core assassin's creed games like well i'm curious because i thought you said two lost you were like that's where you exited i thought you said two i did exit and maybe it was because of the story or like that gameplay though i really enjoyed it's so good in two i think i played (laughs) um uh i keep in mind marcus this is back when i was a dumb call of duty guy okay No, no hate to my Call of Duty bros. I still play Call of Duty, but this is when I was specifically a dumb. You couldn't appreciate art. I was a dumb teenager. <laughs> this is what in my modern warfare tournament phase. Okay, um, so there, there's certainly a possibility that I was just, you know, uh, not at the place in my life to appreciate that game. Right for what you, it's can, you can handle those truth puzzles. They were really hard. <laughs> um, but I do remember I would like just run around like a playground in that game. Uh, okay, okay. I, I love the parkour. I love the stealth. And I would just like make little challenges for myself and like, you know, try to get caught and then get away and like hot. Like, I just love that core loop. I love stealth games. Um, yeah. And uh, I think like going back to that format is really exciting for me, especially now. I, 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 I have more media literacy than I did back when I was playing Assassin's Creed 2 at the time. You should, uh, you got to go back. That should be a super replay. So you giving assassin's creed to a, a I'm like oh chance. this is great i love this. it's like my new favorite game yeah Let's see if it holds I, up <laughs> how about i just go a- play those old call of duty games i used to play but that also sounds fun hey video games are fun man they are they are but i am excited for that the very next day lords of the fallen uh is coming out which i that game i didn't play the first one i did but from I the it, actually that was actually kind of i i have i wasn't wow. quite in my 
uh, I wasn't really a fan of Souls games at that point. You were playing Call of Duty at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember when Lord of, <laughs> Lords of the Fallen 1 came out. but It's like 2014, I believe. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. The dark year. That was speaker. actually 2014 was when I was playing <laughs> Assassin's Creed 4 multiplayer. And that like tells you <laughs> where I was at in life. I was wow. still... I was playing that and I was playing Splinter Cell Blacklist multiplayer. I played um, a lot of Brotherhood multiplayer. That was I'm not a big multiplayer. Yeah, Brotherhood guy, multiplayer is underrated. That. Yeah, that I mean it's it's very similar between those two games. Um, yeah, yeah. It's about like hiding and yeah, yeah hide, hide and seek. And seek. I'm yeah. still mad. They should bring that back for Mirage. And I was oh, I was man. real good at it because I was a Splinter Cell player. Like um <laughs> Spies vs. Mercs and Assassin's Creed was like that and Blacklist were like my two those are the games for me in 2014 uh, and like a need for speed game that I got. Cause I got an Xbox one and I wanted to play a next gen game. Yeah. To be fair, 2014 famously weak year. Those, yeah. Those yeah. might've been your best options. For the yeah. Most Lord of the Rings, <laughs> right. Was in there battle for metal of middle earth, dragon age inquisition. I do. Like oh, the real I game. I did play dragon age inquisition. I like that game. Yeah. The real game of the year was Bayonetta two. And I will always, I will, I will die on that hill forever. And That's no right. one ever. I was so I still resent that it only came down to Dragon Age and Middle Earth as like the media's option. Like Bayonetta yeah. Two is right there, and that game is incredible. Yeah. But it was on Wii U, so nobody played it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to playing Lords of the Fallen. Uh, the monsters in that game look. This this I feel like is going to be the first Souls like Souls born game that uh, well Bloodborne is very scary. But this like it looks like horror, uh, where I feel like mm. the other games, uh, a lot of them are more like fantasy or they lean in like Sekiro. Obviously, is less fantasy, but different kind of fantasy. Um, this feels like it leans more into that horror design. I remember watching the trailer for this first time for uh, this game and just having like, just like feeling like a creeping, like just a icky feeling on my skin. Not quite goosebumps, but like just like aware of my flesh by looking at this game. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, I got I got a roll, but I do want to shout out Alan Wake too. I love the original Alan Wake. Uh, it was the first game that I got early uh, to really write out. Yeah, like uh, awesome. I was I wrote a freelance feature for Games Radar, and I was like, hey, I have this pitch. It's related to Alan Wake, so when Alan Wake comes out, I'll I'll like write that feature. You know. Yeah. And he and at the I just the timing was right and he was at whoever was I don't even know who I was speaking with at Games Radar back in the day but they're like oh, actually we have a couple copies I'll send you an early one and it was like I felt like I'd won a contest because I was like yeah. I'm getting a free copy of Alan Wake in the mail early and uh, so that game is really special to me for that reason and it's also a very good game and I like Remedy they're a good developer they are so, excited to finally return to the world of Alan Wake uh, we're overdue for sure absolutely you too. Uh, all right, Kyle, you're going to get out of here. We're going to take a quick break uh, and we will catch you on the other side. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? Drive too fast and you could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing because one way or another, speeding catches up with you. This message is paid for by NHTSA. All right, and we are back. Uh, thank you for being here with us, everyone. Um, let's keep going, Marcus. So we left off at Alan Wake 2. Endless Dungeon is uh, actually the next on our release date calendar. Um, that comes out October 19th. Um, I this is another one I played at Gamescom last year. Really enjoyed it. So the interesting thing about, about Endless Dungeon uh, in particular, or the Endless series 
is uh so the the team had was the same team that worked on humanity which is that 4x game uh that came out in 2020 2021 uh something like that and all along the team wanted to work on humanity but they they kind of had to ramp up and get to a point where they felt comfortable making a 4x game and so they told me they broke down the various elements of a 4x games it's like okay you've got uh you know combat we've got uh top down like just think about all the, the the aspects of that sort of game and they're like let's try to break it into different games and we'll make a little side series called endless and we're just gonna like learn to make this sort of game in these various chunks and then once we're ready we'll combine them all for our next big project humanity it's like it ended up being like 10 almost like 10 years of making these endless games and now endless is what they're known for and humanity is almost like the side game that they made because they kind of blew up um from like how much people love the endless series uh so there's like endless space uh there's there's several but endless dungeon is the latest in their big uh endless universe and it's a top-down isometric action roguelite with like um dungeon or dungeon crawl elements but uh but a big emphasis on like tower defense it's it's a lot of it's a lot of words and it's co-op as well but i dude i loved it um it instantly shot up my list of what i want to play and effectively you are going from room to room and you have effectively you're moving this i don't remember what exactly it is let's say it's a crystal right that's effectively what it was you your goal is to move your crystal from one spot uh from the first room to the last room of this space station and it's like progressing the story and all of that um and but your your crystal is vulnerable and that is what enemies are going to try to target in addition to like your obstacles and stuff their end goal is to destroy your crystal and so it's this game of uh charting along to the next room to find out what's in there to see if is this the way I need to go? Um, think like derelict space station. Um, although there are very vivid, beautiful places in this in this space station, but that is the vibe, right? It's like, all right, it is not safe here. We're gonna delve into the dungeon, right, and go further and further deeper into the space station. And as we go, the horrors and the the the, the baddies are going to increase in potency, and um, it's just such a fun gameplay loop of okay let me bring my crystal into this room okay i need to set up turrets around it to protect it uh maybe one of us hang back um and and kind of guard it because there's gonna be waves of enemies coming and maybe another one of us will like scout ahead but there's only so many resources we have for building maybe we want to like do a shield turret or maybe we want to do like more of a traditional turret that's kind of like shoot enemies right and it's all of these like little decisions uh, and it's, it was a really compelling loop uh, and it made me really excited to play Endless Dungeon. So um, I, I, I'm very much looking forward to that on, in October. Yeah, I've seen, uh, I know I've seen at least a trailer or two. It looked interesting, but I didn't know if it was really on my radar. It's, sure. it's one I'm going to have to wait to hear what people say about it. That's fair. That's fair. Totally. Yeah. Uh, one little known game, a uh, World of Horror. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. That's the, um, for those that don't know where it's like a, very like the art is very much inspired by uh junji ito yeah he's like you know, legendary horror manga artist yeah. uh, if you've ever seen his work uh you can best describe it as uh who 
what demented mind came up with this image yeah that's uh, right. yeah it, it's very much got that thing going on it's kind of like a like narrative text not text but like narrative driven horror game I'm trying to think of how to describe it but like also in role playing a bit uh it looks it just looks cool and weird uh, i want to see what's been, going on in there it's been floating around for a while i remember seeing that game yeah a at, while at uh pax east 2019 uh yeah it's a roguelike yeah, i didn't know that it's cool like yeah it's coming to pc and switch yeah uh, that, maybe other play I, i'm very oh, excited playstation to play that. too uh that is yeah. that is a horror game i mean you know me like i'm very uh timid <laughs> with horror yeah but um <laughs> I, like that style of art. Um, I mean, I've seen those books on Blake's shelf when I go to his house. It's Jinji Ito is what you said, right? Yeah. Blake has like a whole collection. I've like looked through them. Oh yeah. They're so I, compelling to look at. I believe that. Yeah. The the black and white <laughs> gruesome imagery. It, um, it looks really cool. Um, and I'm excited to play it too. I, I didn't realize it's coming out that month though, but that's cool. Yeah. And it comes out one day before Marvel Spider-Man two. And Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yes. You know, actually, dang, too bad Kyle left because he was just asking about, like, Baldur's Gate and Starfield, like, two heavy hitters coming out the same day. Yeah. Turns out just one month later, we've got two huge games dropping. Yeah. Two very different games, obviously, two console exclusives as well. Yeah. Uh, So that's pretty much how they can get away with it, right? Yeah. Uh, I will be playing both of these on day one because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. My yeah. My favorite superhero and my love mario my plan uh, is to start up like let me play spider-man for two hours you know get through the through the opening you know missions and then all right i need a break let me go play mario and then i'm gonna play that and then i'm gonna probably take a break to eat and then i'm gonna jump back into spire it's gonna be a good day nice it's when it's like a weekend too so it's like yeah the whole yeah. weekend to, to play those two games but uh i guess we're talking about spider-man specifically i i love the insomnia game my favorite spider-man uh, i love My- miles morales as well i thought that was arguably better and yeah seeing them come together for this and seeing what they do with the venom symbiote stuff and craven's cool to see yeah uh by the way have you seen that craven movie trailer i have heard about it i haven't seen it yet yeah mm. okay uh, that's, <laughs> that's what i heard that was the response i got from people and so i didn't go watch it it's in the same vein of like oh maybe these between the Venom stuff and the Morbius thing, maybe we just don't make solo movies of Spider-Man villains. Or maybe Sony shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, specifically uh, them. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see how yeah. it turns out. I, just, I wasn't blown away by the trailer. But I did like him in this game. This He looks like the Craven I want to see in this video game. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it was really so compelling that. opening. That that whole that whole mission was really... Uh, granted, they like... I think they it was several missions cut up together, but... Yeah, I'm still cool. wild that they showed him the black suit like just out of context like i get why they did it to show off the symbiote gameplay but it's kind of weird if like that seems like that would be a big story moment of like when yeah he gets it, right? I, w- I was like did i miss something <laughs> it's like I, you assumed he would because that's just yeah. how that story goes but yeah. like yeah i was just kind of like huh okay just well show it i guess i guess yeah. they i guess they said the same thing of like people know where to the symbiote story is gonna go so yeah and then maybe that means that they their twist or their reveal uh is is something that maybe is even cooler or different i mean we already know eddie brock's not venom which i mean yeah if you played so, the first game you probably guessed that yeah absolutely so maybe but, maybe they, they're just like all right let's get this out of the way you know this is happening it, it looks like it's like pretty early game 
um, maybe they get that out of the way and then they get to focus on the other stuff, which is right. cool. You know, like that works, I guess. But yeah, it, it did take me back as well. Speaking of being taken aback, uh, the first time Mario became an elephant, I shock yeah. and awe. Yeah, you could say I love Mario Elephant. I felt like I was looking at in yeah. the mirror. Republican you know? Mario, as we call him now. No, no. And he's got a, he's got a red hat and everything. He, he's an elephant. He's he's <laughs> cupping season Mario. He's big boy Mario. He's Babar. They heard that we needed a big boy, and they delivered. Yeah. Are you too young for Babar? Remember the, I'm too, the I'm, cartoon show with the elephants? You, I'm not that young. I'm 31. I'm almost 32. I'm just, I mean, you never know. <laughs> All it takes a year to, but, to miss a whole generation yeah. of entertainment. But yeah, I am too young, Marcus, to remember that. I don't know what that is. But I just, okay. I just wanted to poke back at you, you know? I wanted to say, hey, exactly. hey, I'm only a few As years Young kids you. tend to do to your elders. You're only like three years older than me. Eh, four. Oh, you're you're counting more. We're count. You're counting, huh? I I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, a, a math based conflict. Okay. Um, but I thought you were thirty four. I'm thirty five. I'll be thirty six. Wow, this year. you're old, dude. Yep, that's why I was the only one qualified to talk about. Uh, wait, what? Didn't we have an, an old joke earlier? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was something. I don't know. But uh, Mario Brothers Wonder, which I still have something about saying that name in full feels weird in my mouth i still feel like it should just be called super mario wonder yeah it's not a great like when you're chewing on those words it's like uh it doesn't feel as good as super mario see, wonder super mario bros wonder feels like the bros or like if you go super mario brothers wonder that sounds like, better i feel like it sounds like an incomplete sentence about wonder what do they wonder about yeah, no, yeah. super mario brothers wonder that's true like, what do they wonder yeah. you're waiting for the that's rest there <laughs> yeah so yeah but name aside the game looks sick i'm so glad it looks so weird absolutely and, yeah because yeah, i enjoy the new series but by the time the the last one came out uh what was it you or i guess technically the luigi expansion would have been the last one yeah which i thought was fine and i think used the best one of those but they're pretty safe you know it's kind of like it was just a really polished 2d mario that maybe for the most part doesn't have like a ton of identity just yeah. kind of like good mario game it, i mean it's, super mario's you it it really took me back when um the girlfriend died at the end of season one just like really, really oh took me back. i had to really chew on that for a minute i was like what are you talking i about? didn't see it coming netflix you know <laughs> yeah it's uh canceled after one season um they're on season four thank you very much oh i don't know i don't watch you i'm just netflix does that a lot that's right but, that's uh, right. yeah uh yeah i i like how weird they're going with the wonder flower and the world like looking like a trippy acid thing like you know leaning into the whole joke about mario eating like psychedelic shrooms basically yeah yeah and i like the fact that we're getting chunky mario again he's back yeah man he's back for a while they were like they thinned him out they made him taller he's he's more he's i like that he i like that the characters are more expressive yeah like before they just kind of felt like you said like just kind of playing avatar but like seeing like every time mario does something you like the delight on his face yeah. or like surprise or whatever like all the characters just look like they have a lot more personality which is appreciated it felt like there was a really big pass done on the animations to kind of just make them very different from from what we played before uh, or at least recently because it feels like a lot of them like a lot of the 2d mars have kind of like Okay, this feels like the same set of animations. Granted, like obviously, like I'm not in, I'm not implying you know this copy and paste. That's not even how animations right. work. But but like there were there was obviously work done previously on them. 
but this feels like a, just a total refresh and yeah like his jump looks different yeah it, and it, it, it's like the same but different and i i'm excited by that um yeah so yeah i i also want to see the elephant forms of the other character like i want to see elephant yoshi like what nightmare creation does that look like because <laughs> he's already a dinosaur so it's like an animal see, i'm wondering animal. i'm wondering if they maybe they don't all turn into to elephants maybe they each have their own like another animal yeah i don't know well the power up looks like an elephant yeah I like guess. the mushroom yeah, is like an elephant that's mushroom. true like, they can't rob me of elephant like luigi and daisy and that's again, i want to see elephant toes. i mean yeah that gonna look they like? made them all cats before so yeah they're all gonna be elephants yeah. you're right you're right and see they got away with that because those were cat suits like they look like just onesie pajamas yeah that were cats yeah yeah but like mario is an elephant like it's not a suit yeah <laughs> it, it was like total like shrek transformation you know no exactly no suit involved pure it was agonizing for him skin converting you can't to tell. you know flesh flesh moving about yeah it's, it's yeah serious. the sound was sickening yeah gnashing of teeth it's it's not pretty the trunk growing out of yeah, his face yeah it's pain screaming and agony blood spewing from his eyes as they they get bigger they showed that yeah it was rated m mario you know rated m for mario yeah, that is true yeah. that's not wrong yeah I I don't think I'm gonna play this, but almost feel like I want to shout it out for the people that care. Uh, City Skyline. Yes, I. Are you a City Skylines? City Skylines two, I should say. I should be a the City sequel. Skylines fan because of my history with with certain games like the. I, I was a Sim City kid. Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon, Sims. Like I love games. I love city builders. I love games where you get to express um, your creativity. But but City city sims in particular city builders require more than just like your own expression like it requires strategy right and they are like they are pretty hard and i skipped city skylines one uh i don't remember why um but it was always a game was like the one that got away for me and like man i would hmm. probably really love that game um like i even even if you like boil it down like i i love um oh god uh i it was it was on my top 10 list last year i can't believe um mini motorways um oh like that's even like a, a obviously a very condensed city builder very simplified but i just right. love that loop um and i love the challenge and so i feel like i'm telling myself i'm going to play this game because i want to it's just like it's a commitment because even just one city is just like all right this is going to be like a an ordeal right it's like opening up a game of civ it's like this is exactly like this is my life now i am for the next month this is my thing if i want to really dive in um and that's i think what skylines 2 is gonna require and i want to say that i'm gonna play it it's wishlisted right now for me so yeah i mean maybe not at launch but you'll play it yeah yeah and you know what like um aside from super mario rpg jumping ahead a little in november uh that's really like the only November game that I'm like for sure want to play. I know there's a lot of other great stuff coming out, but like Mario RPG is the only one that's kind of on my personal list. Um, mm-hmm. I know uh, like a dragon guidance coming out. Uh, I feel like I still want to catch up on Yakuza before I play that game. Um, that would be a weird one to start with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I played like a dragon really loved it, uh, but I feel like I, I want to, I don't feel the need to jump into that day one, right? Like I'll play it eventually probably. Right. But so City Skylines is kind of like caps off October for me personally. I know there's like the Metal Gear Solid 
the master collection is coming out that seems cool um the the alone in the dark 2023 game yeah uh, that actually i do want to play yeah okay just as a fan of survival horror sure yeah and like i've never played an alone in the dark game but you know the series is obviously one of the forefathers of survival horror like pre-resident evil yeah yeah uh so to kind of see them going back and almost like almost seeming like they've been they've been paying attention to those uh resident evil remakes a bit yeah absolutely uh i i want to get in there and and see you know i like getting scared i want to see if they can spook me and it's got uh the david harbour yeah, oh, you know, I what else are you gonna play, about that, dude. play David Harbor? Yeah, in a, as a as a hard boiled detective. Yeah, <laughs> in a, I, it's like I I like him as an actor, so it'd be kind of sure, fun to, yeah. to do that. Uh, and uh, uh, Jody, what's her name? Uh, Jody Comer. Yeah, yeah, she's on. Oh, what's that show? She's in Free, Free Guy. Guy or that the, the movie? Killing, the movie Free Guy. Yeah, Killing Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I knew she looked familiar. You'll have to tell me how that is. I'm not going to play that game, but I want to know like how their performances are. Uh, because I don't think either of them have been in a game yet, right? This is... I know David, I was in the press event for it, and they had the interviews with both of yeah. them talking about it. And I know, I think David said this is his first. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm really curious uh, how that goes for them. You'll have to keep me updated. All right, and then uh, we are in uh, November. Um there's there's uh, a couple of I think there's like a Star Ocean game coming out. Yeah, remake of Star Ocean. Uh, yeah, 2. remake. Um, Thirsty Suitors is coming out November second. That's the game that is um, it follows uh, Jala. I think her name is something like that. Uh, I can't quite remember off the top of my head, but she is kind of dealing with uh, with parents who are trying to I guess have certain expectations of her. I know like there's, I think her sister's getting married and it's just all about like uh, fighting off suitors, like confronting old exes, like um, I guess like coming back uh, and like making friendships again. Like it's just like about like um, culture. I think they describe it as like, it's about culture. It's about like narrative and family. And then there's also like this, uh, this combat system and like skating mechanics it looks like a, a very interesting game yeah um it, it's from this it's from uh, outer loop games same folks who made uh falcon age so i i'm interested to play that game it looks it looks neat again that is called thirsty suitors how how you feeling about a new wario game on switch in november i've never really played a wario game like the only one i've ever touched was the wii one with like okay. some friends but other than that i've never played any of them I've always felt like like wanted to every time I was new. I was like, I should check this out because I have a lot of I know a lot of people like them and I have friends that are super into them. But yeah, I, I feel like uh, WarioWare games are hit and miss. They, they very much depend on which mini games are in it. You know, like right. Uh, one of my friends was like really into the GameCube one, I, so I played that one a fair bit. I know WarioWare Gold uh, people love. Um, what was the one was. There's there's so many WarioWare games I can't remember which ones I've played but I I I'm a person who dabbles in that series like I I, I like the quirkiness I like I like mini game based games um like I I was a kid who loved Mario Party growing up so like WarioWare was kind of a natural fit I I will say like I don't know if I'm ready to play a new WarioWare game but I think uh, this I'll eventually like check it out um but I'm not like dying to play it but. You know, another party game, right? Can't go wrong with WarioWare. Yeah. Like like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. It's coming out November 9th. How are you feeling about that one? You excited? 
I'm still wondering if I'm gonna play it just because I I like Yakuza, but I've only played Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Like a Dragon, the last game. Okay. So I've played yeah, yeah, the yeah. earliest and the yeah. latest in the timeline. I've never played. Well, I guess Zero is a Kiryu game, but I haven't played like the, the I guess the main Kiryu saga of one through six. And this is That's set. Right. This sort of fills the gap between six and seven. Sort of like, hey, this is what happened to him. You know, like I, why he shows up in, in seven and stuff like that, and also lays some groundwork for like a dragon infinite wealth next year. So it's like, so I want to play it from that angle, but the, like, I do want to make my way through Yakuza one through six at some point. And I haven't been, I, I mean, I kind of know how Yakuza six ends, but not like in detail. So it's like, it's yeah. like semi spoiled, but not all the way. So I don't know if I want to spoil it all the way with this one, or even if I'll have the context sure. for what happens, if that's what this game is addressing is like, hey, how. How did he get out of that situation? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I was like, this might be skippable, but we'll see. I I don't I don't think it'll be super long. Like, you know, those games tend to be pretty lengthy, but I, I don't even know if I'm saying that with any knowledge or like I, I just something in my gut told me that it's like, oh, it's probably like a smaller game, right? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So this next one, do you know do you know the story that's going on with uh, the day before have you are you aware of what's going on with that game i am i've heard it described as this year's abandoned if remember yeah. abandoned yeah. the game that everyone was convinced was a hideo kojima horror yeah. game and then we also thought it was a new silent hill game and everyone was uh, accusing the developer of lying and then the developer didn't do himself favors by kind of leaning into the those rumors a bit before being like no no no, no none of that's true and they released that weird app on PlayStation that was like nothing, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like that a little bit. I don't know if it's as, you know, maybe you know more about it. It's like, I don't know if it's as potentially fraudulent as as Abandon has been accused of being. So, yeah, the, the, the deal with this game, it was supposed to come out earlier this year. It got pushed back. Uh, that people were starting to accuse it of not being a real game. Yeah. This is like a zombie uh, survival game, by the way, for context. Yeah, like think like a Daisy that yeah. sort of game, and, and those are like my kind of games. But I, I think story games. driven, right? Like it's not like a multiplayer thing from or is it? Oh no, it's 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 an MMO. Oh, it uh, is. Yeah, oh it's yeah, a, oh it's an MMO. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's like an M. Is a I think they describe it as like uh, I'm looking at the website. Uh, quote an open world MMO survival set in a deadly post pandemic America. Yeah, and this was a game. It was like for a long time, like. It might have been even at one point like number one on Steam's like most upcoming like they, they kind of rank based on what's wish listed and stuff. Right. And their upcoming games tab. This was always at the top. And then people there was like some weird stuff where they're talking about uh they were gonna have to like maybe change the name because of legal stuff or something like that. So they're just gonna push the game back to the end of the year. Um there there's a lot of stuff that was like that was weird about it. Um and all the while, like nobody had seen gameplay in action yet. Like it was just like screenshots and people were like, is this a real game? Um, and the developers would, would be like, okay, well, we're going to pu- publish gameplay like this date, get ready. And then something would happen. There was like a whole, lo- there, there's this lawsuit narrative. They're like, we can't show you anything because of the lawsuit. People were just like, just show us proof that this is a real game. And so since then they have like put out, um they put out videos that like i mean there is certainly a game being made whether or not it is going to be ready for november who's to say um but they've like put out weird clips like they just put out a clip 
the other day it was um just a video of a car driving down a street just racing it was just like a montage of racing clips and the top comment is like this game has the talent of looking completely different every time we see it um (laughs) so you know it's 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 getting it's a game being made will it be ready for november i hope so for them uh because if not they are uh probably going to lose the last of the goodwill they've they've got uh from players my gut tells me it won't be i i think they could maybe maybe they're in a situation where they launch an early access in november um, I mean, I don't think that's what they're saying. No, <laughs> I, I don't think that it's been framed as an early access launch from what I understand. Ah, man, I should go. In. I think it's framed as the, the game is done. Right? Hold on the day before Steam page. I want to see what the latest is on their Steam page. Um, I mean, these, these people have put out games before. They put out uh, Prop Night. Uh, they've worked on a couple of earlier, smaller games like they've published games. Um, okay. I mean, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the company is fantastic. Is what it's called without the a and you're that's the name of the company yeah. not you're, you're not complimenting them. yeah it's, it's that's the name hold on the day before let's see but they've started putting out vlog they're trying to be more transparent so like i uh let's see the day before because now i'm now i'm curious what the latest update has been um <laughs> i can't even find it oh yeah that's right because the lawsuit they they had to like take their their page down i think ah but that was a while ago, right? It hasn't been brought back up yet, or I guess that's still ongoing. Like they still don't know if they have to change the name or not. Something like that. Ah, huh. yeah. <laughs> Their website doesn't link to Steam either. It's just. Uh... I mean, that could delay the game on its own, really. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that was like part of it. I don't remember if it was the name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the name or some. <laughs> it was something with the IP. They were having troubles. Yeah. But yeah, that that well, game for... is allegedly coming out November 10th. And it doesn't yeah, have it'll a be called the zombie. It'll be called the zombie game, formerly known as the day before. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel bad for their marketing team. Like, think about like all the buzz you generated with that name originally, and then now you have to change it. That sucks. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's rough. Check, gotta check those names, man. Google. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Persona Five Tactica is in November as well. That looks cool. I won't play it just because I haven't played Persona Five, and I feel like I absolutely should do that first. Yeah, definitely play uh persona 5 royal first uh yes. that's on my list too i i can't I'm, I'm telling you what my friends have told me that i'm not allowed to play any of these games until i play and i any love ta- i love tactics games too so me too yeah uh and then lastly for november super mario rpg yeah uh remake of course uh looks dropping the subtitle yeah dropping the subtitle um i'm excited for this i i never played the original super mario rpg like in i've only played the first hour of yeah it. yeah so i'm i feel like i should isn't it isn't it on the switch library the original like on oh no no no, no. wait no it's on i want to say the last time it's been moved was uh it's on the snes classic for sure okay that's what it was because i because yeah. i have that yeah that's the last time i like really looked at it yeah and but other than that i don't I don't think it's come to the SNES library on Switch. I'm I think I sure think I was not. thinking of the 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 uh the the, the classic. Yeah, the classic. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm 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 excited to play that for really the first time with any substance. I think I I think I also played it at like a friend's house a little bit. Um or I might have like checked it out on an emulator at one point. I, I don't remember. But I'm excited to buy that game and, and, and check it out. Um same. Yeah. There's a lot of Mario this fall, and I, I'm very, very excited. I love Mario. 
I really want Mario Odyssey 2. That Mario Odyssey 1 is my favorite Mario game, period. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I love that game. Um, and 2D Mario has never done it quite like 3D for me. Mario 64 was mm. like, I had played other Mario games before that. Like I played, my friend had an SNES and I was blown away by Mario. But when I had it myself for the first time, it was in 64. And that was just like the way I played Mario. Um, so it's always been like, you know, when these new ones come out, the 2D Mario games, I'm like, I like these a lot, but I love 3D Mario is where my heart is, you know? Um, yeah. But Wonder, of course, looks ridiculous and I'm excited to play it. Anything else we want to tackle before we uh, we wrap up the show? I guess Avatar from Tears of Pandora. I mean, that's a big that one. That is a big one. I don't want to just write it I off. I barely care about the Avatar world, but I'm curious about the game. Me too. That's where I'm at. I don't. I don't. Yeah. It's like I've seen that first movie. I've yet to see the sequel. I'll watch it at some point, but I'm not like itching to watch it. I don't give a single care about that franchise, but. Uh... It looks nice. That's yeah. like the biggest compliment I can love. Yeah. It's like, oh, those creature designs are creative. The world, pretty, I like the floating but... islands. That is like, that is cool to me. Um, yeah. I was going to say, uh, was there anything in sort of the coming the, to be announced side that you wanted to highlight? Like these are games that oh, don't man. have dates, I, but are coming out in 2023, allegedly. Yeah. At the top, <laughs> uh, Angerfoot. I played the demo of that on Steam, one of the recent Steam Fests. I really like that. Banishers Ghost of New Eden, the don't the don't nod game, the the, the ghost. Yeah, played. that looks interesting. Uh, I'm looking through now. El Paso Elsewhere. Um, I oh, am yeah. sort of Max Payne inspired looking. Yeah, did they not? Did, do we need to update our SKU? Have they put a release date on that? Um, uh, not since I last checked, but I mean, we can check no, they haven't. It. They haven't. It's still the Steam page still says uh, planned for 2023. Um, that game looks cool though, Max Payne. Max Payne. Uh, let's see. I'm kind of scrolling down to Ghost Runner 2. Gunbrella. Yeah, Gunbrella looks cool. Pepper Grinder. Oh, that game also could. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, that might maybe this year. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Metal Slug Tactics. That was supposed to come out last what December, right? Yeah. So something. I yeah. it had. I don't even know. It never had a date. It, I don't think it's ever had a real window. It's just kind of been like maybe this year, and then just kidding. Um, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Jusant. I think we meant we talked about Jusant last year. Yeah. It's the other don't not game, the climbing game that looks pretty cool. Uh, I don't think we're getting see. it this year, but Stalker Two. I was I was yeah, looking I forward to that. Game. I'm starting to doubt that we're going to get that this year. Yeah, I don't think we are. But uh, that was all. That was also supposed to come out last December, and you know, delayed. Uh, Nine Souls by Red Candle Games. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Makers of devotion and attention that game looks pretty cool it's supposed to come out later in the year myth force like the 1.0 launch for that which is the sort of like saturday morning cartoon multiplayer game the, with the really cool art direction uh plumbers don't wear ties definitive edition sure um <laughs> uh, what else i'm looking at i'm i'm down into the into the uh the oh replaced I oh that yeah, that is not coming. Technically, but... yeah, like that's technically still coming this year. But the Wandering Village. I mean, uh, I was reading the IndianFormer.com. Um, oh, with the, the dinosaur yeah. city builder thing. And John Carson, yeah. former Game Informer editor, now working with Joe Grote, other former Shout Game Informer editor over at the IndianFormer.com. Uh, they have they had a piece recently. I guess we're getting new we're getting news on the Wandering Village soon. I believe. Um, oh okay. And then lastly, 
Oh, uh, Sonic Superstars is a big one. Oh yeah, yeah. I forget that doesn't have a that yeah, doesn't have an actual like kind of date yet. It's, it's kind just of floating around. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. There's also that Wayfinder game, uh, which is being published by Digital Extremes. Airship Syndicate is making it. Who made Battle Chasers Night Wars? They made. Did you Ruined King? Uh, the League of Legends story. Oh, the League of Legends. I, uh, I, that sounds right. Yeah, I think they did. I think I think they did. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is uh that game looks interesting. It's like a a hub social hub based MMO. Um, it, I want I want to check that out. There was a closed beta test I think recently. Um, from what I heard, game looks cool. Um, kind of looks Steam like World Dauntless. build. Oh, Steam World build. Yeah, dude. I I got to play a, a pretty lengthy preview of that for a magazine preview a month or two ago. Yeah, how was it? Uh, it was fun. Uh, again, it's another city builder, but like in that Steam World universe. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's pretty fun. I I think that could be a, that has a potential to be a, a silent hit. Uh, and have they the have they hinted thing? at when that might come? uh no not yet it's still 2023 like vaguely okay um but uh i was sorry i jumped to the uh the last faith oh yeah, yeah you yeah. seen that the last that sounds last faith it's like uh 2d sort of like oh no i have no. action game uh it's it popped up at one of the summer game fest showcases it's been floating around for a while i know i know we wrote about it last year um but that game looks pretty rad as someone that just likes that huh. style of game yeah uh the invincible it reminds me of cool. it reminds me of blasphemous a little bit blasphemous yeah we we skipped over but blasphemous 2 comes out this fall as yeah well. uh so for those fans uh but yeah i i just threw out uh the invincible is one i've kind of had my eye on that's that uh I know that has a demo right now narrative game right it's like a sci-fi it's based on a book it's like a yeah. space game with the sort of like retro futuristic Didn't look to Blake it. Did read a feature or a preview or something? He did. Yeah. Oh God, this might be the biggest one. Uh, the Plucky Squire. I'm yeah, so excited for that. That looks so good. That looks so good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at. I was looking uh, at the Steam page for uh, video viewers might hear uh, desktop audio for a second. I was looking at. Are you looking at the the Invincible? Uh, I was looking at Steam World build. Uh, I was wishlisting. Oh, it, okay. So I didn't forget about it. Oh, we were talking right um but uh the plucky squire maybe my up there my most anticipated indie game really indie game like that that's the game where you play as the, yeah, the storybook character out. that jumps out yeah you go from like 2d to 3d world it, it looks so much fun. it's the swords of ditto team right or the same artist right oh i don't think i knew that but now that you say that because i played the, i beat the swords of ditto yeah. and i was like yeah that does look kind of similar so that would line up actually yeah. total war pharaoh you know total war games are big deals sure, yeah and I like Egypt. Talos Principle 2, I'm excited for. I, I really like the first Talos Principle. Yeah. Uh I was I didn't think that game would ever get a sequel, honestly. So I was pleasantly surprised to see that. I think it was the Xbox show. Yeah, it was. I was as I, I was as well. But I love 3D puzzle games. Give me give me more. Yeah. Uh let's see. I think that's more or less it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Uh this is just for you and me, but Turnip Boy Rob's Yeah. Turnip Boy's back. Baby. I like Turnip Boy. I like that. That first game is very simple, but it's, it's fun. There's something about yeah. it. It's like a stupid charm to yeah, it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> all right, Marcus. Well, I think uh, we're kind of winding down on the show, if that's all right with you. Yeah. Do you want to get into housekeeping real quick? Uh, let people know that, of course, you can go and follow us um, on, on. We're on. There's been a lot of social medias popping up uh, the last month or two. Uh, game Informer is. Can't imagine why. Yeah, I don't know why. 
Game Informer is all of the places it's always been, but we are also now on threads. I believe we're going to be pretty active on threads. It's the new Instagram competitor to Twitter. Uh, we're also on Blue Sky if you're on there. I am on both of those places at It's Van Aken. Marcus, I don't know if you're you're not on those places yet, are you? We talked about this last uh, week. Just Twitter. Just You can follow Marcus at Marcus Stewart 7 <laughs> Significantly less exciting. Yeah. But if you're on threads, follow me there. Follow me on Blue Sky. I'd love to love to talk games. And uh, Kyle, don't forget to follow Kyle. He's on all of those platforms too, I think. At Kyle M. Hilliard. Uh, don't forget to go grab single uh, issues of Game Informer if you want a physical version over at GameStop.com slash Game Informer for $5.99 apiece or grab a digital subscription. Um, and then follow us on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Game Informer. We stream Fridays. Uh, that's our replay series where Marcus and Kyle play through games. Um, and then uh, shout out uh, lastly to our podcast editor, Matt Storm, a.k.a. DJ Stormageddon. Their links are in the description uh, on, on the website post. You can go and listen to their podcasts. Check out their website uh, if you're looking for a podcast editor. And then go listen to All Things Nintendo, which is our weekly Nintendo podcast hosted by the one and only Brian Shea, who I have to go and have a meeting with after this. I'm going to meet at a coffee shop with him. That's why I need to need to jump off here. But um, go listen to that show. Uh, and yeah, uh, thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, shout out to uh, NHTSA, NHTSA, for sponsoring this episode we got a uh, one last ad at the end of the show here it'd mean a lot if you listen through for us um but yeah marcus thank you for joining me man and uh, i will talk to you next week yeah see you then all right bye y'all If you speed, there are lots of sounds that you might hear, like the sound of your vehicle crashing, because eventually speeding catches up with you. This message is paid for by NHTSA.